The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. According to legend, Rumpelstiltskin went to sleep and didn't wake up for 20 years. And it feels like it's been that long since value stocks have actually led and outperformed. And what do you know? That's the environment that we're currently in. And I think Rumpelstiltskin, by the way, is still sleeping. But nevertheless, today's ETF battle is very timely because it's a triple header contest between three large cap value ETFs from Avantis, State Street Global, and Vanguard. Who wins the battle? Stick around to find out. You're watching ETF Battles. I'm Ronda Leggy. It's great to see you again. Now, for new viewers, welcome to the show. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to see a certain ETF contest, hit us up with your ETF ticker symbols in the comments section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Also, be sure to check out the description section below with links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, join our waiting list for our new margin of safety investing tool. Today's ETF battle was suggested by a viewer by the name of Guy. And the timing for this battle is good because what do you know? Value-oriented ETFs have been one of the rare bright spots within the broader stock market. So we've got AVLV from Avantis going up against SPY-V from State Street Global and VTV from Vanguard. Judging today's contest is a illustrious duo. We've got Shane and Sissel with Banrian Capital and Cynthia Murphy with Toroso Investments. Judges, great to see you again. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having us. We run. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure strategy, performance, and mystery. For the mystery category, that's where you, our judges, can choose any factor or thing that you feel is crucial to today's contest. Now, you can also nominate wildcard ETFs if you feel there's a better choice elsewhere, or you can opt for a split decision. It's up to you. I've got the scorekeeping chores, and at the end of the program, we will announce an overall winner. Keep in mind, none of our battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or our judges. So let's kick things off with the first category, cost. Shana, please get us started. So in this triple header, it's kind of a tie between two. Uh, SPY-V has an expense ratio of four basis points, but so does the Vanguard value ETF, four basis points. Um a slight, and I say very slight edge to the Vanguard ETF with its over a hundred billion in AUM. Uh, the spread, uh, is a little tighter at one cent versus two cent for SPY V. But in my opinion, as not 
particularly uh, differentiated in that respect, one cent versus two cent, and both well over, you know, $10 billion, $100 billion for Vanguard and 14 almost $15 billion for Spivey. I think it's a tie. Uh, the Avantis product is actually quite expensive uh, at 15 basis points comparatively, uh, but there's it's an active product, so you would expect it to be more expensive as a result. Thank you, Shana. That's a strong start. You're up next. Cynthia, please give us your analysis. So, you know, I thought of shaking things up a little bit, and I was going to give this a split decision, actually, between the passive versus active. So AVLV versus the passive ones. You can't beat four basis points. It's like some of the cheapest beta you can get out there. It's what you would expect from Vanguard. I agree with Shane 100%. What I think is cool about AVLV is that in the active universe, they're some of the cheapest alpha out there. So 15 basis points, if you put that in the context of actively managed ETFs today, the average active expense ratio is 65 basis points. If you look at just the large cap value segment within active, the average is 53 and AVLV is 15. So I think they're super competitive priced among the active ETFs. And so I think they're a winner within the the proper segment of active. Um, So I would actually do a a split decision between all three because within their segments, they're all like really competitively priced. Thank you, Cynthia. That takes us next to exposure strategy. So you're still up, Cynthia. Give us your take. Yeah, this is this is an interesting category. I think uh, that the funds are very different. And yet uh, there's a lot of similarity here. So, you know, in terms of number of holdings, which you immediately equate with diversification, you know, you think, you know, VTV, big winner here, big numbers. But when you look at concentration scores, when you look at top 10 holdings and the weighting they represent in their portfolios, all three are actually pretty similar uh, in terms of that allocation to top 10. And I think, you know, then you look at sector exposures, very different as well. I mean, AVLV has a lot of energy, has almost no utilities. Uh, It's a very different portfolio from a sector allocation than the other two, which tend to be more similar in the passive space. So it really comes down to, you know, is that something that you worry about? Are you looking for specific sectors you want to access versus not? You know, do you want to have that much of a bet into energy or not? Those are decisions you have to make as an investor. What I think maybe what a, a differentiator for me in this category is actually just that focus on profitability, which is something Avantis does. So it's not just your price to book, price to earnings, price to sales. They really go out and look at cash flow. They look at revenue. They're really looking for only profitable, highly profitable, they even say, value companies because they want to avoid any value traps. And I think in the value space, that can be a very appealing characteristic. So all of that to say, these are three excellent funds in terms of exposure. I'm going to give the edge to AVLV because I like the idea of focusing on profitability. Because if you get the wrong value and you get stuck in a value trap, it's a really bad investment proposition. Thank you, Cynthia. Shana, you're up next. What is your analysis? Which of these three ETFs sticks out? I'm actually going to agree with Cynthia on most of her analysis. Um, uh, the Avantis AVLV is my winner in this space. You know, Cynthia brought up several of the points I would have brought up in terms of the you know broader exposure. There's more cyclicality in the AVLV uh, with that energy. Um, you can clearly see the active management aspect of that. 
But the thing that really struck me when I looked at the three funds and the fundamentals is if you talk about value, we usually equate value with their fundamental uh, valuations of price to book, price to earnings, price to sales. And the only one that actually trades at a significant discount. So meeting those value criteria that people tend to look for is AVLV, which has got a PE of about nine and a half, whereas SPV has uh, actually trades at a premium to the uh, benchmark, the value benchmark. It's trading at about 16 times. And uh, VTV trades in line at about 15 times. When you look at price to book and price to sale, you see the exact same phenomenon. And I think the fact that they are looking for for companies that are actually trading at a discount on fundamental valuation and have a focus on profitability makes it the type of fund I would want to invest in if I was focused on making a bet and an active bet and allocation to value. And when I say active, I don't necessarily mean active versus passive fund to to kind of generate that exposure. But if I'm saying to myself, I want value exposure, I would want a fund that is comprised more like ABLV than the other two. That takes us next to performance. So you're still up, Shana. Which of these ETFs stands out? So it's interesting because um, the more, most consistent performance is VTV. And actually, when you compare it to the category of large cap, U.S. large cap value ETFs in the space, they are the standout over almost every time period by far. But I will say AVLV, as value has come into favor, has started to do better than the others. So it really depends. Again, this gets back to the fact that when you looked at the actual factors that you consider when you're looking at value uh, stocks, uh, AVLV is more exposed to that. So if value is out of favor, they're going to do poorly. Whereas the other two are a little more core-ish. And so they'll hold up better if value is completely out of favor. So seeing that long-term performance, um, outperformance of the other two doesn't surprise me. I will say while it is the most, uh, diversified in terms of holding, SP, SPIV just doesn't have particularly good performance uh, at all uh, when compared to the other two. So it's kind of a split decision for me between AVLV and VTV. It really just depends on what you're looking for. And I should note that AVLV has a short track record. Uh, so this, it's not really possible to look over those longer time periods and really know for sure. Whereas VTV has well over 10 years of track record. So clearly showing uh, superior consistency of performance uh, in the space. Cynthia, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of performance? Yeah, I agree 100% uh, with everything. Uh, I do think, you know, at this point in time today, uh, yes, LVLV, AVLV is catching up in terms of the uh, potential outperformance. But today, VTV's track record is unbeaten. And if you're going to pay more, three times as much for that alpha, and you're not getting in the form of outperformance yet, uh, I would give it to VTV, uh, the, the just a cleaner performance winner here. Uh, but that's today. It could be the six months from now the story changes as the market changes. But uh, I, I'm going to give this one to VTV. The mystery category is next. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to make their persuasive arguments 
So Cynthia, what is your mystery battle category and which of these ETFs wins it? So I was going to go with actually opportunity for, for the time we're in. So maybe more um, an interesting opportunity or however we frame that as a category. And I was going to bring in a wild card, which is AVLV's sibling, AVUV, which is small cap value. But I think it's interesting here. It's like just today I was reading a stat about, you know, an analyst talking about how PMI is now pointing to, you know, lowering the expectations of a recession, maybe below 50% now. If, if we're having a recession next year, it's been so broadcast. Is it already priced in? Is it going to be as severe? Are we already, you know, priced in so we're good? The point is... In the aftermath of a recession, in their recovery, small caps tend to do better than the large caps. Small caps also give, I think, a better opportunity for alpha capture than large caps. It's really kind of difficult to, to generate a lot of alpha in the large cap space. And if you look at flows, if you look at the attention, AVUV is getting a lot of flows. I think is the most of any uh, small cap value ETF this year. So Maybe traders and investors are already positioning for that. Maybe they're dollar cost averaging into that, anticipating that bounce after a recession. So I think from an opportunity set, um, the small cap value may be a little more interesting. So I would look at AVUV instead. Thank you, Cynthia. Shana, you're up next. Uh, Give us your mystery battle category, please. And which of these ETFs wins it? Sure. So when I worked at Fidelity Strategic Advisors, I covered value. And um, it was a very big space. So we actually broke value into different components. We had traditional value, relative value, deep value, and dividend value. And so when I look at the value space and you consider, as Cynthia said, where we are in the market cycle, there's certain types of value approaches that perform better in certain parts of the cycle. And when you're in the part of the cycle where we're at, uh, deep value and cyclical exposure tend to be better performers. As a matter of fact, deep value tends to get all of its outperformance at this period in time. And based on that, deep value is sort of defined as cheap. It doesn't necessarily have have to have good fundamentals. It just has to be cheap. Based on the three funds that we have here, the only one that really does invest the way you would expect somebody in the deep value who's looking for cheapness, and in this case, they have that um, buffer of profitability to kind of avoid the value traps that Cynthia pointed out, uh, AVLV kind of wins that for me. At this point in the cycle, and you're starting to see it, the more recent performance for AVLV has been better than the other two. And I can't say over a full market cycle of five to 10 years, if AVLV will keep up with VTV. There's no way to know they don't have the track record. But I can say that if I were going to make an allocation to value right now, I would want to be in a fund like AVLV. We're going to give our judges one final chance to weigh in with their overall battle winner. And let me just say, I have been enjoying the outstanding analysis by both judges. So Shana, give us your overall battle winner and uh, which of these ETFs wins it for you? So this is really hard for me because um, all my years working, um, doing manager research, I have a soft spot for active management. And as you can see, I gave AVLV the win in several of the categories. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're looking for cheap exposure to value where you have a track record in a long one of of 
strong performance and doing what it's supposed to do, the winner to me is VTV. Now, I am going to throw a wild card in here because I do want to kind of bring this to the attention. One of the biggest flaws in value, and AQR is kind of famous for bringing this to to uh, the attention of the world, is that value managers tend to uh, be negative momentum managers. And so that when momentum changes, they get killed. They tend to have this problem where they sell too quickly and they buy too soon. So I happen to like funds that actually incorporate momentum into their investment process. So a wild card in the space that actually does have a strong long-term track record is actually the Invesco Value and Momentum Fund, which is ticker SPVM. And that's actually a strategy I would also consider in this space, where I think, yes, VTV clearly outperforms over the long term. I do like the idea of having that hedge, that idea of kind of trying to avoid that problem, that anti-momentum bias that value tends to have uh, if I'm going to have it as a long-term holding. So SPVM has a very strong strong record and actually includes both of those factors in its uh, investment process. And so summing this up for you, Shana, would you choose SPVM over VTV? I would. Okay. Well, then that's, you're going to be your winner. Uh, Thank you very much, Shana. And then Cynthia, your final chance to weigh in with your overall winner. Yeah, you know, contrary to Shana, I'm usually a huge fan of the passive ETFs. Uh, I I don't often uh, go really deep into active management because I, you know, it's so every Spiva report tells you otherwise. But in this category, uh, and I'm surprised to say, I I'm going to give it to AVLV. I think. You know, given the value opportunity, I, I like the idea of the active management. I like the idea of the profitability screens. And I think uh, given the market environment we're in, uh, they are showing that they can do this. They can pick good names and deliver. So I'm a fan. I am, I'm going to give it to AVLV today. Well, our judges have spoken. And according to my battle scorecard, today's winner is a split decision. Between AVLV from Advantis and a wildcard choice from Shana, SPVM from Invesco, that was a surprise. And each of our judges making very persuasive arguments. Uh, of course, Cynthia mentioning AVLV, she likes the fact that it uses a profitability screen to avoid the value trap. It is an actively managed ETF, charges a little bit more than the passive ETFs in this contest, but nevertheless, it's still on a relative basis, attractively priced compared to other active fund strategies. So that was a a vote in favor of AVLV again for Cynthia. And then Shana bringing SPVM as her wild card. That's from Invesco. She likes the fact that it combines not just value, but also has a momentum screen. So that was an interesting pick. And again, Both of our judges making some awesome, awesome points. And again, if you're looking for value ETFs with with a unique strategy and a a strategy that you can incorporate into your overall portfolio, I think what we've given you on this program on today's show will certainly help you go a long way toward that end. So great job to both Cynthia and Shana for your outstanding analysis We couldn't have done it without you. Thanks for having me, Ron. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Visit the description section below for research links to our judges. Get in touch. And while you're there, check out the link to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. So which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.